Hi, I'm Marilyn, and I want to welcome you today to Exposing Grief. When we expose anything, it becomes less threatening. To expose loss and grief will provide us with some emotional control. As previously mentioned, I am not a therapist, psychoanalyst, or any professional from the field of mental health. I'm just someone who has lived many years. I have endured my own loss and grief, and I have observed others go through their losses and griefs. In 2020, we laid the foundation for these conversations. Over 12 episodes, we explain how loss and grief can and does occur at any age or stage in life. You can go back and listen to those earlier podcast episodes, or you can begin listening today as part of your journey to become more emotionally and mentally healthy. The vaccines being rolled out to fight the pandemic may be giving people a false sense of security. If we realize that normal as we once knew it has changed, then emotionally things will go better for us. There are some jobs that will never come back again. Maybe something better will replace those jobs, but we just don't know that today. These changing times call for us to be cautiously optimistic about our futures. If there are flare-ups or outbreaks of the virus, will certain businesses have to close and deep clean? Will employees at those businesses have to be tested and quarantined? There are many unanswered questions as we navigate the future. Will the days come again when there can be 70,000 screaming fans in a stadium cheering for their favorite team? Only time will tell. I'm not trying to dampen anyone's expectations, but we have to be realistic. This pandemic has taken a huge toll on so many aspects of society that it would be foolhardy to believe everything will be the same after a year of staying away from non-family members, as well as staying away from restaurants, theaters, and other venues. Children will have to adjust to being in classrooms again. There may not be as many jobs available for teens this summer. Planning for the unexpected will serve us well. It's difficult to know what to anticipate, but we know not everything will be the same. There are some people who will continue to have their groceries delivered because they love the convenience of it. Others may not go out as much because they find that being home, watching a movie, and ordering takeout is more family-friendly and economical. There are even those who have enjoyed Zooming, and they will find some way to incorporate that activity into their new routines. So much more can be done from home that those that rent out office spaces will have to come up with very creative ideas to lure tenants. Even alternate ways of visiting our doctors have rolled out during this pandemic. Not everything about this new normal will be bad. Many things will just be different, and that is okay. If you have an opportunity, try brainstorming with your family on how you each think things will be different. Throw out as many ideas as you can and maybe write them down and see how many of your ideas might actually happen. I'm not even certain school will be the same going forward. Maybe there will be more computer work for the children and that might not be a bad thing if balanced properly. Remember, our mental state may remain fragile during these transitional times. We have all been under a lot of strain and some people are not aware of the mental and emotional strain they have been under. Being with others may trigger feelings which they had suppressed, so be patient with others as well as with yourself. Today, I wanted to provide at least two more statements for self-reflection. Remember, you're only writing for five minutes per statement. Each day, you're adding to your list or statements. Fine-tuning of that list or statement is done on the fourth day. 
You will also spend only five minutes with each statement. This day, you're adding to the list or crossing things off. Just trying to really pull from yourself how you feel when you think about your answers. On the fifth day, it's evaluation or examination time. You are pretty much asking yourself why you wrote what you wrote. Try to come up with really concrete answers for your why. Saying it's the first thing that I thought of is an answer, but that's vague. That statement made me think of Aunt Phyllis is concrete. I think you understand what I'm getting at. The deeper you dig within yourself, the more benefit this exercise can have for you. So the two statements that I want to throw out are, I do not want. For example, you can say, I do not want to go out today. And then each day you'll add to that statement. And the second statement I want to throw out is, I want. You might complete that statement by saying, I want to relax more. You decide how to complete them by writing your responses in a journal, on a sheet of paper, or in the computer. Handwriting the answers is more tangible and probably provides the most benefit. But you decide. We're all really only trying to be more emotionally healthy. These conversations about loss, grief, and emotional well-being are necessary and perhaps well overdue. Be a part of these important conversations. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. I hope to visit with you next time on Exposing Grief.